morning, Rabbi Isai. New week, new subject, new gishmak. So there are certain halachas that we possibly cannot go through one whole year of not having in the halachas room in yeshivas based of it. And this is definitely one of them. I think this is one of the only halachas room that we repeat year after year, I think. And it's for good reason. You know, there are certain shilas that people know, there are certain shilas people don't know, and there are certain shilas people don't want to know. This is one of them. I remember giving this shay in a chasidish uh, shtibel, and one of the guys came over to me afterwards and says to me, Rabbi, that was a great schmooze, but I cannot go home and tell my wife. So why not? She's going to make me sleep in the bath. There's no way I'm coming home telling on these halachas. There are certain halachas that people just don't know. You tell them, they're like, come on, let's keep it. Certain halachas that they do know. Certain halachas that, no, just do me a favor, don't tell me those ones. I can't keep those ones. They're like sensitive halachas. Like, no, no, that, that, that one's too difficult for me. That I can't do, right? Even though it's as homer as everything else, if not more, what? It's not stark. It's not stark. Okay. So let's discuss it. This halacha is almost what I call, although it's not really, but just to give you a, a slight definition. Can you imagine? Can you imagine walking on a tightrope? You're walking on a tightrope between Twin Tower Zatzal number one and Twin Tower Zatzal number two. There's a tightrope between them, and you're walking. Very possible, if not Vada, you're going to fall off. What are the chances of surviving such a thing? Very, very low. Sometimes, you know, people come along and say, but he says it's okay. Oh, could be. And if, you know, if he's your rov, we'll discuss that maybe a different time. We've had a deal with Krali Hapsak. But when you're dealing with the Shaila, that the Gedoyle Poiskim have paskin something, it's very hard. I mean, people do this. But it's very hard to say, yeah, but he's Makel. Who's he? Oh, there's a rabbi over there. Don't even know his name. Never heard of him. Rabbi said, we're going to discuss what we call a sensitive halacha today. And that is the Shaila of the wet wipes, baby wipes today. It is a world war on baby wipes, Rabbi Isai. It is. You're waiting with a share. There is a world war on baby wipes about to take place. It's not much of a world war because when you ever have a world war, you have two sides and they're fighting equally. There's not much of an equal sides over here, as we will see, Beis Hashem to fight. It's very, very simple. It's brought down in the Gemara. It's brought down in Shulchan Aruch. Anybody, you know, I remember when I had a koil a number of years ago in Ganigola. So before we started the halachas of Dosh, then I go, ah, baby wipes, let's go, now we're going to matter it. I said, no, no, let's not talk. Let's learn the sugya from the Gemara, like, like you learn a sugya in halacha, right? You don't just open up a Mishnabura, you open up a Gemara, you open up the Rishonim, you see the Achronim, then you see the Pudayle Poiskim, you see the Eindika Poiskim. Let's decide after that. As far as I remember, we had about 30 guys in koil. As far as I remember, every single one of them after learning halachas were like, ah, I think it's a problem. I think they understood you from the Rishenim all the way down to the Gedolei Paiskim. So let me give you some background about Isai. Many of you are familiar with the Gemara in Shabbos Daf Kuf Yadalef from Adalef, where the Gemara tells us about a famous sugya, Musuchraisa Dunuzaisa. What does that mean, everyone? Right? Famous words. For most people, it sounds like it's a Chinese word. Right? What does this mean? Musuchraisa Dunuzaisa. Says the Gemara, it means like this. You have a barrel. And the barrel was a barrel of wine. And the problem is, in the days of Chazal, they, in order to make a spout, to let the wine flow out, you had to make a hole in the barrel. You had to put a faucet, a tap, inside over there. 
and that would open and close, and that would, the wine would come out. That was the way of producing and letting wine, you know, to distribute wine, whatever. Now, the problem was that when you make a hole in a barrel and you put a tap, a for, like a faucet in there, how are you going to stop it from leaking, right? Those of you that saw last week, we had a um, iced coffee in this big... There's Mamish exactly that Shaila, by the way. Mamish that Shaila. They had, they had this plastic thing that we keep the iced coffee in. With the ice, you know, and you have this plastic spout. So it had a hole in where the spout went in. And it was leaking from there. I'm not sure if you can... Whatever, she... The cook came and fixed it and, and whatever, fixed the whole situation. But it, it was loose. And because it was loose, the iced coffee was coming up from around where the spout went inside. Right? So what did they do? They used to take material, cloth, right? Absorbent material. And they would wrap it around the tap in a tight way. Stick it in, in a very, very stark way. And this way it was tight and the wine was absorbed. And that, the problem was, what happens if it came loose? What if it came out? You have to put it back in. This is the Shaila, which we're not going to go into all the details. But that's basically what it is. What it is, is you're taking absorbent material. Let's start, Rabbi, say like this. All of us are familiar with Toysus and Ksubastas with Avov. Toysus in Ksubas Davov tells us, Toysus, and Toysus tells us when is something dosh and when is something, um, when is it schita, when is it beloved. Meaning, we know there are two, two situations that a person can squeeze out a material. You can either squeeze out a material in order to clean it, which is malaban. Right, for example, a washing machine, the third cycle that it does is it spins. What's the spinning? That's removing all of the absorbed liquid from within the material. That is schita. Which schita is that? Schita of malavit. Whereas, if for example, you have absorbed liquid in a cloth and you want the liquid, that will be dosh. That will be schita of dosh. Two types of schita. There are two types of schita. How do you know which one it is? Depends if you want the liquid or not. If you want the liquid to come out, I'm going to use the liquid. Schita. That's the schita of dosh. Because dosh means I take out that which is encased, that was encapsulated in something else, and therefore I use the liquid, I use the item. Right? Most of us are familiar with the halachas of schita. Everybody knows you can't, for example, your seed gets you know, stuck in the water, whatever it is, you can't squeeze out that. Everybody knows. Everybody knows you can't use a regular toothbrush on Shabbos Kodesh. These are halachas that everybody grew up with, that everybody knows that you can't use a toothbrush on Shabbos. You can't use toothpaste. That's a whole different shayla. That's mamachi. But on Kaponim, whenever you want the liquid that's coming out, that you got a shayla of dosh schita. Whenever you're doing it, because I don't want the liquid, but I don't want this beggar, this absorbent material to have liquid inside it, that is considered to be malabin. And therefore, halacha lemaisa, dosh was one of the malachas in the mishkan, it was done in the mishkan, and therefore it's a malacha on Shabbos Kodesh. The shayla in the Rishonim is, do we say it's a da'araisa? Because dosh in the Mishkan was not done with begodim, with absorbent materials. So do we say that dosh applies min lagabe? If you see someone using baby wipes, do you have to take him to the second story, it's a Mishnah and Sanhedrin, take him to the second floor of the building and throw him off and then everybody has to cheat? Do you have to do that or not? The Shaila is, do you have a mitzvah to kill the person? Or do you not have a mitzvah to kill the person that you see using baby wipes? That's really the Shaila. If it's a Daraisa or not. So how do we pass him? Is it Daraisa or is it not Daraisa? So for those people over here that are writing notes, I'll read you some of the Rishonim, some of the, as they say, you know, they always have a picture, and like, 
partial view of the crowd. Right? So this is a partial view of some of the Rishonim that say it's a Da'araisa. Rashi, the Rashba, the Rosh, Toysus, the Ran, the Shulchan Urich, Prima Godim, the Shulchan Arachab, Balatanya. Toysus, Shabbos, Fisa, Shabbos, Kavachayim, Chachmas, Dodim, the Halika, Chovitz, Chaim, Schusen, you're going to learn in the Mishnah Budiya. Which means that we have a list of quite a few Rishonim, Achroinim, and Gedolei Poiskim that hold Schidas Begodim is a Da'araisa. It fits into a regular Da'araisa and therefore a person is going to be Chayiv Skila if he has Edim and everything else that's included in that. So that is the Shaila over there. Now this Shaila is by the way, people in Imcha, they think it's like a new Shaila. It's brought down the Halacha Lema'isa Simen Shinchov, Siv Yudzayin I'm sorry. That's exactly what we're talking about. You've got a chovish, you've got a barrel that stuffed up the, the faucet, the tap area, with a absorbent material. By the way, in Eretz you see that very much. If you look at the metal pipes, sometimes coming out of the walls, sometimes going into the you know the, the, the main area, sometimes they take pe- there strings of flax and they, they tie it around in order to put it in tighter. It's true, right? In Eretz I said. I said in Eretz in America. Mishtar Zazah. It's true. They have in America also? It went to the Golden of Medina also. It went to America. What could you do? Anyway. Alright, we'll discuss the plumbing machlekas afterwards. Although it's a very interesting China. Alright, Rabbi Sai. So this halacha, Rabbi says, brought down mafurish in Shulchan Aruch. You look at Simon Yutches, Simon Shunchov. It's very, very clear that he talks about this shaila. He brings different sheeters. The halacha lemaisa goes backwards and forwards. We're not going to do the sugur, the beisachiz, a famous rivet, and we're going to go through some of the things that the Shulchan Aruch talks about. But Avadi, he says, if it is a psikresha, there is no question whatsoever. One of the first shailas, Rabbi said, let's, let's, let's deal with some of the shailas and then we'll talk about baby works, we'll have a demonstration, we'll give you some of the reasons that people say it's mutter, we'll see whether or not they have anywhere to stand on, and Be'ez Hashem will leave the oilam with their decisions. First thing Rabbi said, Shabbos Ayin Heim, and Aleph Ein Disha Ela Begidulei Karka, which means, Dosh, which is what we're dealing with, right? We're dealing with Schita of Dosh, is only by Gidulei Karka, which means things that grow from the ground. If it doesn't grow from the ground, there's no dosh da'araisa. There may be dosh da'rabonon. So, for example, your toothbrush will be dosh. But it will be dosh da'rabonon. That's the da'rabonon fire. That's also very hot. Now, it will not be a da'araisa because it's not absorbent gedule karaka material. That's why it's not a da'araisa. It's a da'rabonon. But when it comes to a, a shaila of dosh, which is what we're dealing with, the Gemara tells us clearly, so we have to know if our baby wipes are considered to be gedule karaka or not. Another thing as well, Right, we know, and again, we haven't got time to go through the whole Indian, but every malacha on Shabbos has to have a constructive purpose. If there's no constructive purpose happening, it's a dis- destructive situation, that's a durabonon. It turns it from a derisive to a durabonon. The reason for that is because everything in the Mishkan was done with a constructive purpose, not a destructive purpose. So therefore, the priest can say the Shailah. What if you have dosh schita, where the liquid is that means it goes to waste. No one's using it. That is the shaila. So those are the two major things we have to discuss, right? Let's go. We're going to go through them one by one, okay? Let's do, uh, let's talk about baby wipes, halacha lemaisa, when it comes to schita. So I have to tell you, there's a lot of rabbonim that deal with the shaila. Right? I know many of them personally, and I've spoken to them in the past, and many people have told me, Bishem Rabbonim, and I've spoken to those Rabbonim, and they said, I never said such a thing. So you have to know, if number one, the rabbi that you're quoting actually said it, you have to know who he said it to, what the situation was, what type of baby wipes he was dealing with. 
I personally spent many of my hours of my life in Ashkelon. And the reason I went to Ashkelon was not because there's a great beach there, but because there is a baby white factory. In fact, the baby white factory in Ashkelon is the third biggest baby white factory in the world. And they also have baby white factories in Kentucky together with the bourbon. Can you believe it or not? They have it over there in Kentucky. They have it. <coughs> okay. So they have these factories all over the world, right? Mummish um, all over the world. In fact, when I, I actually met them once on an LL flight to New York, they were going on the way to Kentucky to develop one of the new factories over there. We had a whole discussion on the plane because I'm like, you can't get away from me now. I've got you on the flight. You can't go anywhere. So I spent my time in um, Ashkelon. They have a beautiful factory there. Maybe one day we'll get a chance to go there and get a tour. That would be Gavaldic. But I'll upon him. Uh, I, I sat down with technicians and people that have spent years and years in university and college and nobody ever asked these people apart from like, hmm, what was the, why, why is the price so expensive? Here they finally have someone that's saying, tell me, how does the baby white work? What is the technical details of that? It was, they were so excited to finally share their years of experience and work in university. So these people are the Bikim, they develop, they're the brainstorm behind, they understand baby wipes. Unfortunately, what can I tell you? A lot of the Rabbonim that are dealing with baby wives, I don't know if they've gone to the factory and they know what's going on and they know it's of what's happening. Let me, before we begin, Rabbi Sai, begin like this. Right, let's make a very simple thing. I want to give you a list of some of the names, and I have Chubas in front of me also from Xavier, from some of these Gedoli Poiskim, that deal with the Shaila. And a paskin that using a baby wipe on Shabbos Kodesh is an Issa Do'or. You should know that um, I was asked in one community in Chutzlaretz to give a share on baby wipes and I refused. I personally refused. I regretted it afterwards. But I refused because I said, you know, the problem is I'm going to get up there and I'm going to be boom, 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 boom. With all, and I'm going to be going against all the rabbis in the whole city over there. They're going to throw me out. And who knows, you know, what do I need this for? So I said, no, I regretted it afterwards. I said, the bunch of them sent me down to the world and I'm going to not allow people to keep Shabbos at a proper way. And they're going to be Titans on me, like Gemara Shabbos, right? What's going to be with me? I don't know. I regretted it afterwards. Afterwards, I was invited by Goodness Israel of America by Zoom during the Corona time to give a whole Zoom thing on this sugar, and it was on Zoom, right? So I could just shut my laptop whenever I wanted, and I gave it to them as I, as I you know, like you meant to. And, and they said, Thank you very much, and they haven't invited me. No, whatever. The point is that many Gedoli Poiskim deal with the Shaila. And Lamaisa, they come up that using a baby wipe on Shabbos is an Issa Do'oraisa. Okay? Who are these Gedele Poiskim? These Gedele Poiskim are the Heilige Minchas Hitzchok, the Heilige Deb, 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 the also whenever I spoke to as well. So the Shailis, there's a Ramosha. They kind of, there's a Ramosha, right? Many people go around saying, I'm Ramosha, go open up the Chiva, go read it, make sure you understand it, make sure you know what's going on. Ramosha is a Chuva that he talks about this, obviously he doesn't talk about baby wipes, but he talks about some Matthias, the paper that was liquid and you squeeze it, whatever. Ramosha Ramosha was Makel, so Rabruven, they Taina, again, I, I don't know because I never spoke to Rabruven myself, they Taina Rabruven understood that if I was talking about thick paper towels, like the ones that we used to have in Yeshiva, those paper towels that got wet and you go and do something with those, that was what Ramosha was talking about, they're not very absorbent, they don't squeeze anything. I want to give you an example of what I say. This, by the way, I did not bring from home. 
Because I've been, I've been, you know, accused many times. Oh, you probably opened it up and drenched it with liquid before you came in. So we have Adim, that this is not mine. This was bought from a Hosh of a Bacha in Yeshiva Space Dovid upstairs. It's a brand new packet. Is this true? Where is he? It's a brand new packet, right? Oh, it's a brand new packet. It's not been opened, right? So you didn't drench it with water and you didn't squeeze it out. Nothing was done with this. Okay. You could try this one at home. Okay? But basically, we're going to open this out. I'm just going to give you a small example because I'm doing from the top, by the way, because the derech is that the liquid goes down to the bottom. So if I go down to the bottom, I'm giving you the top one, the top baby wipe, never been opened, right? I'm going to try to do what I can over here. I hope you'll be able to see what I do. We're going to fold it up, right? Okay? I'm just going to give you an example. Okay? This is liquid on my side. This is liquid. Okay, whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, we have a lot to do over here. We have a lot to do over here. Okay? Okay, so let's go through it one by one. So the first tiny we have, the first tiny we have on the people that are makel, they say, okay, it's not Gedule Karka. What's the problem? It's not Gedule Karka. It's a Drabonon. I want to Drabonon. I can be starved. This Drabonon. That Drabonon. Loophole after loophole. So if you're looking for loopholes, you can look for them. But Akaponim, it's not Gedule Karka. So what can I tell you about this? When I was in Ashkelon, we pulled out some of the material. Bishas Maisa, when the baby wipes were being made. And by the way, in Ashkelon, they don't make one type of baby wipe. They make almost all the types of baby wipes. They're, like they're hired by companies like Huggies and Pampers to make all the types of baby wipes according to their specific specifications of each company, so they make many types of baby wipes, and again, not only in Israel, in America, there are three other factories that are one of the three biggest supplies in the world of baby wipes, so they understand. And they told me, and they showed me, and they pulled out from the machine two different types of material. You can look at it afterwards, I'll pass it around. There are two types of t- material over here. There's the Gedule Karaka, Right, and then there's the synthetic, the non-Gedula character. It's amazing how you can actually feel the difference between one and the other. You'll look at it after I pass it around. You can see that the Gedula character is very, very soft. The non-Gedula character is much harder. It's synthetic. Therefore, they told me there's no way, it's impossible in the Metsias to make a baby wipe that does not have a very large amount. It doesn't say how much because every company has their, their metzias of how much percentage-wise they need of gudula karaka corresponding to non-gudula karaka materials in order to make it work. And obviously the more expensive ones you buy have more gudula karaka. The cheaper ones have less gudula karaka. But everything has gudula karaka in it. It's so rather got things that are gudula karaka which means the Gemara and Ayn Heyom and Shabbos Ayn Dishalev gudula karaka holds at this dosh by baby whites because they have gudula karaka. So that is that is question number one that people often ask and therefore there's no swara to be makel in that case it's bad they got gedule karaka in that case one of the big tiners that people have one of the big tiners I don't know if we're going to do this I don't know if we're going to see this maybe we can do this one afterwards this is the big tiner you had this one before? no the liquid is on the outside it's on the surface of the baby wipe it's not oh no I'm not squeezing anything I'm only taking the liquid on the outside of course there's things on the inside first of all I want to tell you something I tried, and I'm still in the middle, and Be'ezah Shunim Abonisham should give me time, 
to make my own baby wipe that would be, you know, distributed around the world, that would be kosher, lekule alma. There wouldn't be a rov in the world that passes that it also, and I held it's a big zika rabbin. If you want to donate, based off it forward slash donate, you can put the money in there. We'll, we'll process the, you know, the orders. But Kapanim, I tried to do this. I spent a long time in Ashkelon with the, the developers. And not only did I sit there and try, we actually made samples. We actually, I was there during the production line, that we made our own samples of baby wipes. Baby wipe for Shabbat, right? All sorts of fun, fancy scientific words, which I don't understand. And, and we try to make different ideas of different things. We have a questionnaire that we send out to people when we send them different options. It was a whole mahalach. It got stopped because the Shiva Space Prophet got born. So because of that, we weren't able to continue. But Beis Hashem, the Rebunshim will give me time, we'll get there. But I'll call him. You can look at this afterwards. I want to tell you, the, the technicians I asked very clearly, is it possible to have a baby wipe that has liquid only on the outside? Impossible. If you get a piece of plastic, you could smear it with liquid and the liquid won't absorb. But the moment you have an absorbent material, it's absolutely impossible. So people that time, okay, there's liquid absorbed inside. But I'm taking from that which is on the outside, on the surface. Again, I'm not going to do this right now. I don't think it's going to work in front of everyone. But you could try it yourself. Do we have permission to use a couple more? It's okay. It's It's the baby wipes. It's Kavaldic. Beautiful. Okay. I once, I once had to give a shit. I'm not going to say where, but maybe the other people will very understand. A place that I can say, you know, it can be a bit more stark than I can in other places. And I, it was on Cholomoid Pesach, and I gave Mazad Rosha. And on Pesach, because a lot of the baby wipes have alcohol inside them, and it's grain alcohol, so you can't even use them on Cholomoid. The oil were going with sugar. And, you know, one thing on Shabbos, someone asked also on Cholomoid. So those people at Taina, that you, that's only on the outside, I, I say a very simple thing. Take your baby wipe, don't squeeze it, take it out very carefully from one corner, take a piece of tissue, toilet paper, doesn't make a difference, anything, and just rest it on top. Rest it on top, now wait. You'll wait there for a very long time, because you won't see anything. Now if it's true that there's liquid on the surface of the baby wipe, this tissue right now should be at least somewhat wet, because there should be liquid on the outside. The answer is no, and this is what the technician told me. They make the baby wipe material with such absorbance, so soft, that there's nothing on the outside. But the moment you give a little squeeze, it's able to come out. Then, uh, then, look, again, you're going to have to do this as one. The minute you give a little bit of a squeeze, all of a sudden the tissue gets a little bit wet, because you're squeezing it, and you're squeezing the liquid from coming out. So people come along and say, It's ain't Mishchavim! It's not my kavano! Really? Shemi Rachim! As I shouted to say, Ain't Mishchavim! You have no kavanas, why are you using a baby wipe? So tell me, why are you not using regular tissues? All those people that say that. It's not a psikresha. It's enemas chavin. All of a sudden, everyone's a boki nilcha shabbos, and they come up with every heter in the book. It's not true. And by the way, the people that say that, you have these people, by the way. I have a guy that said to me one time, there's another tiny lahokal. I found a whole safer, by the way, once. A whole safer written on hilchas baby wipes. Unbelievable. The whole safer goes to all the tinies in the Mikilim and then knocks them off one by one. Right? So all those people that tiny it's halachliyibud! I don't need the liquid. Shaita. I say to such a guy, when was the last time you changed the baby? Um, I don't know. My wife normally does it. <laughs> ah, that's the pshat. Hoi means that you don't want the liquid. You're not using the liquid. Rabbi Sai, let's say Belashanoki when the base measure, tell you the But Lamaisa, there's dirt on the baby that we need to remove of. And therefore, the only way to get it off is with liquid. If you take a tissue, it's changed. It doesn't work. Right? Again, Beis Hashem, I say, Shu'obi Zaycha, Beis Hashem, Be'ito Bismana, at the right time to have Gavaldiga family of children, Besiata Dishmaya. And you'll see this on your own that you need baby wipes to get off the stuff that you need to get off I'm even yoven and therefore that's not going to help you it's not going to help you to do lekarka 
It's not going to help you. You're completely stuck in this case. Another tiny boy says, somebody says to me, a young man says to me, huh? cover that Brius. It's covered that Brius. What do you mean? The child's dirty. They're taking off. Cover that Brius. All of a sudden, it was a London all of a sudden. Cover that Brius. Cover that Brius, really. It's covered that. It's easy for the parents, not for the child. Uh, what are you meant to do? What do you mean? You take, like the olden days, what do you think they did? They took the kid to the sink. You put on the sink and off you. Oh, come on. So the Seda, you have sprays nowadays. You have all sorts of Kavaldigazaka that you could use. You don't have to use baby oil. Don't say it's covered that Brias to use a baby because you want to be over an Issa Daraisa, but don't want to admit it because it's a sensitive aloha and your wife doesn't want to know about that aloha. What can I tell you? So they came out, Rabbi Sai. They came out, Rabbi Sai. I saw this in one of the magazines, the kosher Jewish magazines that go around. Do you like this one? And there was an advert a number of years ago. I have the advert cut out over here. I'm not going to show it in front of everyone. But I have an advert. And it says over there, These baby wipes are mutter to use on Shabbos. Amazing. So beautiful to write that in English, right? Because then he sold it over here in the shop. People came over to me and said, They started selling it at the shop. But all they wrote was one thing. Of course, they wrote that in English. Everything else was in Hebrew. But they wrote that in English. Mutter permitted to use on Shabbos. Whoa, 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 whoa. From who? Where does it say? What happens? So I called up the man. You guys are going to say, okay, very nice. I'll flip over and buy it. Right? So I'm like, ha, ah, ha. Well, then they're getting away with this one. So I called up the magazine. I said, can you give me the company's number? And they gave me the company's number. I said, who is the Elgia? So they told me, so Hoshavos, Taka Hoshavos. And um, in America, I see the show, very, very Hoshavos. And I said to him, could you please send me the psak? Can you send me the... Because in the advert, they have like a cutout, like partial view of the, uh, the haskama of his heta. It's cute that they give the partial view, make sure his name is prominent. But more than that, you can't really read. So I asked them for it. Oh, Shem, I printed it out. I have the whole thing in front of me now. And I'm like, hold on a second. That doesn't... Why is he written 14 paragraphs for something which they run their very much to use on Shabbos? Because they give, if you use it as zine, if you use it as zine, if you don't press hard, and if it's as zine, whoa, you didn't write that on the package, you can't do that. You have to be very, 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 very careful. So because of that, Rabbi Sai, as I said, you're walking on a tightrope between Twin Tower number one and Twin Tower number two, Zetzel. The likelihood of falling and dying are Shemi Rachim. You've got Gedolei Poiskin who hold, are there Rabbonim that say it's motor? Could be. But Gedoyle Poiskim, Gedoyle, you know, Mamash the Gedoyle Ador were holding Kolatur Kulik, Paskin the head, yeah, we have the Chuvas. It's an Issa Daraisa. So what are we meant to do? And what do we want us to do? So eight to number one, Rabbi Sai. This is what Rav Scheinberg writes. I have his Sabiyad, his Chuva over here, Tovshin Nun Hei, that he wrote a Chuva, and he says, You squeeze out the baby wipe to come on Yuma, which we're not going into, but I'll call him, squeeze out the baby wipe before Shabbos. And then, and then leave it, right? Or take it out and leave it out in the, in the outside, whatever, not in the package. And this way, basically, it has no moisture inside it. And if it has no moisture inside it, so you've got the miler that it doesn't rip, because tissues sometimes rip. It doesn't rip. And nowadays, they have sprays. In fact, I was very to be in Monsi. I was in Wesley Hills in Monsi, staying by Rabbi Santa Shlita's house. And a yid came up to me. He was very, very excited. He was very excited. He was the creator of the baby wipe spray in America. I don't know what it's called. I don't remember his name. He was he gave me a whole bunch of bottles to take back. It was Gavaldi. And there's a beautiful spray with soap in it. You spray the baby. You use regular tissues or you use dried out baby wipes. You are for sure good in that case. There's no Shiloh whatsoever. And that was definitely the best eights. Are there other eights of wetting, you know, the baby wipe a lot? Or oil baby wipes? I don't want to go too much into all different types because they're all different things. But I want to tell you one thing, and it's a very big thing. People often say, if it's, you know, it's not so wet. And I've heard this from Poiskin. I would, again, challenge your boy's side. Take a baby wipe, light, very lightly 
go over a wooden one of the tables having the base medrash by the way is a perfect example very lightly lightly don't even push hard go over it you will see how wet the table becomes and then we have a, a cloud that means if you dip your finger into the moisture that went on the table and that finger goes onto your thumb and makes the thumb wet that's and that's called mashka it's called liquid and it's called schita which means if you take any baby wipe get any baby wipe you want and smear it lightly over a table lightly I say that for a reason because people say oh, don't squeeze you can put it lightly over the table you will see pick it up with your finger hit your thumb it will guaranteed will be I have to end but let me just end with this you know there are many tiners. What can I do? I can't fight the world. It's not much of a world war, really. It's just, I don't know. But I wanted to say one thing. Imagine the following thing. I give you a beautiful esrug. Wow, that esrug. Obviously, with the pit and pashtetzach, it's a beautiful esrug. It's gorgeous. It's yellow. And I say to the following, I took this esrug to many g'dayli paiskim. And they told me it's possible. They told me it's possible. But I went to a few rabbonim, and they said, it's okay, you could use it. How many of you, honestly, on the first day of Sukkot, when you're excited to use your Dalad Minim, are going to use an Esrug that most G'daylim hold is Posel Gomor? Even if you're going to use it, you're probably going to find another one to make a bracha. Rabbi Sai, this is a halacha that's brought down in the Gemara, brought down in Shulchan Oreg, G'dayle Poiskim. The Rabbi Shem shall help us and give us the Gavaldiga bracha and the schos of Shmira Shabbos in all of our lives with the schos of knowing and keeping this halacha. Have a wonderful day. Uh-huh.